ever wondered where the future of education is headed? Some days, it feels like our world is changing faster than we could ever begin to keep up with. With an influx of new technologies, societal issues, and economic situations arising each day, our world is a line graph of exciting moments and challenging circumstances. It is a wonder how someone could ever begin to guess how to keep up with everything going on. If we think about the current students sitting in the classroom right now, it is our responsibility to put into place measures and ways to teach that student so they may not only succeed in our changing world, but thrive. So how do we do that? Let's go find out. Do we really know what we are preparing students for in the future? Sometimes, as a second grade teacher, I often catch myself wondering what on earth these students of mine will be doing 20 years from now. It's interesting because 20 years ago, when I was in elementary school, I also remember thinking the exact same thing. What on earth am I going to be doing when I grow up? Although things were a little bit more simpler then, we still had fax machines and printers that printed papers all in one long stream. Things have definitely changed, but the one thing that hasn't changed is that kids are still willing to dream. So what do they dream about becoming when they grow up? Is it a new technology coder? Are they going to be drone pilots? The opportunities are endless, it seems. And while many of the concepts that are arising are really just up to our imagination, we've got to be able to prepare students as best as we possibly can for their futures. One of the coolest opportunities that I have as a teacher is to be surrounded by so many wonderful educators. We all have our own thoughts about what the future may look like, and it was interesting as I was asking several different teachers what they think the future will look like. Okay, I am here with Kenna Wilhelm, who is a third grade teacher. And Kenna, what would be some skills that students need in the 21st century that we need to teach them in schools in order for them to succeed? I think the biggest thing that students need to have is a growth mindset. And I think that needs to be taught starting at a young age and continue all the way through high school because with different ages and different experiences comes different adversity and Kids are resilient, but as they start to grow, they're influenced by their peers, they're influenced by um, pop culture, they have so many things they're up against as they're trying to develop their sense of identity, and I think they need to remember that um, mistakes help them grow and that it's okay when that happens, and it's okay to fail, it's what you do after that that makes a difference in your character and how you handle situations. So I think they really need a growth mindset. Um, and learning how to push through adversity and hard times. Do you think that the education of the future will be any different from what we have today? Yes. I think it's just with technology being incorporated in the classrooms more and more, I think that affects how they learn. And outside of the classroom, when they have social media and things like that, that comes into the classroom. And I think it all affects their success in and out of the classroom. Oh, thank you so much. I am here with Christy Steele, and she is an instructional coach at an elementary school working with grades K, five. K through five. Um, Christy, what skills do you think students need in order to succeed in the 21st century? One of the biggest things I think they need is the ability to um, change their mind, is to learn and then unlearn uh -huh. and come up with a new solution. Because everything that we teach them, they need to be able to um, figure out how that's going to work in the future. 
because I don't know what the future's going to be like. So I better be able to teach them to be flexible enough to be able to handle that. Okay. And maybe along those lines, learning new information too? Yes. Or pushing that, themselves? Absolutely. Because if they don't know how to access the information, then they can't figure out how life is going to work, whether they're at home, you know, you have to figure out how to make the technology at home work, mm -hmm. but also um, at work. Because I think that the work that we do as educators has to change to fit this, mm -hmm. but the work that they'll end up doing could be something we haven't even conceived of yet. Mm -hmm. How do we change that work that we do as educators? I think the whole system needs to be revamped. How so? Oh, <laughs> that's a big thing. The things that I'm thinking about, because I, I don't have a clear vision because it is so massive, but if we are going to go really towards a um, standards-based, then we need to get rid of age-based grades, and we need to go based on standards. Mm -hmm. So if you're really going to go to standards, do it, because it is hard to teach a kid in first grade that is reading at a fifth grade level while everybody else is learning their letters mm -hmm. and how to sound out words. So I really think that the whole, the way that we teach and the way we group kids has to change. Uh -huh. And do we need to restructure specifically what we teach kids in terms of yes. lessons and content? Yes, and I, I, this is the part I struggle with at the elementary level is that we need to teach them the basics, how to read, write, do math, However, I'm not sure how to make that all work with everything else that we need to teach them about how to be thinkers, how to be um, problem solvers, and then how to take what they've learned and apply it somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, not sure how all that works. Alrighty, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. What kind of skills do you think students need going into the 21st century? That's a great question. Um, definitely collaborative skills, being able to collaborate, communicate, and problem solve with others. Um, in our world today, there's pretty much very few things that people do individually. Even if uh, their job might be a solitary job, at some point there's still the need to communicate and collaborate with others. So that is critical. Um, patience, learning how to listen and how to be an empathetic listener. Um, how to get along with others, even if it's done virtually. And um, having, so we call those the soft communication skills, soft communications, um, speaking, listening, thinking, processing. I think also the ability to be flexible and to meet deadlines uh, when necessary and to be innovative thinkers. Um, we know that many jobs today's uh, in the education in the world we don't know what they'll be and how can we as educators prepare students for jobs that we don't yet know what they will be in the future what do you think those what changes do you think need to be made to education in order to prepare students <clears throat> oh the flexible environment not necessarily the way the environment looks in a classroom but the way the classroom environment operates um, the way teachers 
need to introduce students to skills such as the soft skills as well as the hard skills of using computers and, and technology as a tool to achieve and research and problem solve and to make the world a better place while incorporating the um, standards and, and objectives that we have to cover as educators. educators that I also reached out to was Dr. Lisa Rabe, who holds a PhD in education and is a professor of the dental school at CU Denver Anschutz. While I asked her also about what kind of skills she thinks that students will need in the 21st century, she responded with some really great insight. As a parent, first of all, she stated, I think my daughters need to have basic knowledge to serve as a scaffold for future learning, a comfort with technology, and the ability to work collaboratively. I think these skills can definitely be taught. More importantly, though, my daughters will need a love of learning and a drive to satisfy their curiosity. The other skills mentioned will merely allow them to feed their curiosity, allowing them to succeed in any domain that they choose. While she's also a mom, her role as a professor also leads her to think about education in multiple different aspects. She also goes on to state, as a professor teaching graduate medical and dental students, I believe I am preparing my students to face challenges and advances that I can't imagine. These students will potentially live into the 22nd century. I can teach my students skills. I hope to foster critical thinking and analysis. I can provide a scaffold that I hope will allow them to analyze new information and discoveries. I can pose questions and challenges to encourage critical thinking. But after formal schooling, these students will need to supply their own drive and curiosity to become lifelong learners. I cannot teach that. I can, however, model my enthusiasm for my field. She goes on to say, One of the most cherished compliments I have received about my teaching was from a student who admitted he wasn't planning on attending my required class often because I wanted to get out of class as quickly as possible and get into clinic. After the first hour, however, he was hooked and kept coming back to figure out why I thought my topic was so fascinating. And that's my goal. Students who are confident that they have a solid enough background to learn what they want and students with a passion for satisfying their curiosity. We need to be careful that we are not creating reluctant learners who learn out of obligation, but instead people who are engaged in and fascinated by the world around them. The interesting part hearing her words about education is that it's not only what we teach students in school, it's what they take with them. And taking with them a love of learning is going to be able to prepare them for whatever will come. While we can't know specifically what is going to happen later on down the road, or just as Dr. Rabe said in the 22nd century, what we can do is provide for them an opportunity to pursue what they enjoy. Give them the opportunity to go after their dreams. Discover new things. When they're problem solving, don't tell them no. Tell them yes. Let them go after it. Let them chase those dreams and see just how far those dreams will take them. So what do you think the future of education is going to look like? Are we going to have vast amounts of change? 
Or is it just going to be how we handle education and treat every single day in the classroom? One thing is for sure, change is coming. It's going to be an exciting journey. Let's go ahead and let's look around us and see what happens. I'm Caitlin Almer. Thanks for tuning in.